we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me, I have nobody. It's just, just me. Mike is out of town. Hey, Mike, all the way over there in Pennsylvania, Mike is missing uh, from this podcast, but it's okay. It's okay. I got you. I can fly the ship solo. At least I think. Let's try. Let's try. Okay. Um, be sure to stay up to date on us. Uh, everything going on CTE via social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And I'm going to say Facebook one more time because uh, that's kind of a hint to what this show is about right there. So Facebook all at the handle in Rico CTE. The podcast can be found on multiple platforms. Our home base is, of course, anchor.com. But you can find us everywhere from Apple Music to Spotify and pretty much everywhere in between. But now for your feature presentation today, we are talking to Facebook's very own Amber Tillman. Um, And uh, Amber, so tell me what your position is with Facebook and kind of give me a description as to what it means. You know what I mean? (laughs) So because, you know, give me the title first and last. Well, Amber Tillman and then your title and then tell me. What it means. What does that title mean? Sure. I my name is Amber Tillman and I am the community development manager for Facebook's Henrico Data Center. So what that means is I spend my days trying to make sure that Facebook is being a great partner here in the community that we operate in. Um, and I do that through meeting with local organizations and schools um, to figure out what the needs of the community are and how Facebook can help be a good partner and help support those. That is awesome. Sounds like a job where you get to go on a lot of adventures. We go on so many adventures. <laughs> so what was one of your favorite adventures? I know we, we kind of started before the podcast, guys. And this is, I, I'm bad about doing this. Sometimes I talk a little bit too much with guests about things before the podcast. And we talk about stuff. So, you know, you talk about stuff that's so good that you wish you got it recorded. So I'm a, this is my attempt to recreate it here. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite destination you've uh, visited in the name of Facebook? Well, I've only been at Facebook for about a year, but one of my most exciting adventures was earlier this fall, I got to go to Odense, Denmark to open up one of our new data centers there in Europe. Um, We have three data centers in Europe and uh, one's in Luleå, Sweden, um, Cloney, Ireland, and um, Odense was our third one. So I got to go over there, help with the grand opening event. Go to a fun party. It was uh, awesome. Parties are always always good. Yeah, I'm really just in it for the party. That's it. Yeah, you know, that's really. Uh, I'm I'm in it for the talking because I, you know, Mac. I told Mac I have a knack for talking too much, and he said we got a place for you. No, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's let's talk about your career path a little bit though. Um, how did you get to where you are? What was your title again? I'm sorry. Community development manager. Community development manager. So Amber. How did you become a community development manager? And uh, on the show, the show is about careers. We are in CTE, which is career technical education careers are in our name. So we like to hear about career paths. So talk to me about your career path. How did you get to where you are today? Sure. Uh, well, I went to James Madison University here in it. the great state of Virginia. <laughs> um, after and I, I, mar- I majored in marketing there, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do with that or what that meant. Um, but it seemed cool. A lot of my friends were doing it, so I went ahead and did that. 
Um, I graduated at the peak of the recession in 2008, and I moved with zero plans to Washington, D.C., where I said, you know, if I can't get a job here, I'm doomed. Oh, no, not zero um, plans. Though. Right. So I had I had little plans, and I, I actually found a job pretty quickly upon moving there, and I worked at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce doing um, events and coordination on their Middle East and Africa team. Um, so we hosted lots of prime ministers and ambassadors and um, business partners. Um, we worked on a few business coalitions. And so that was my first real adventure. And after that, I realized I really loved the programmatic and um, planning parts of that. And so I found a job at Chevron on, in their government affairs office. And I, when I went there, I was a staff assistant and worked on a lot of research projects and um, big, big events that they hosted in D.C. I planned executive visits for when exec, executive, executives would come to town to meet with um, Washington Congress people or um, you know the State Department or other people that impacted Chevron's business. Right, the important people. Right, all of the important people. <laughs> um, so you know that was like pulling together brief docs and a lot of a lot of behind the scenes efforts um, and that was great but I really loved the external piece of that and I knew I wanted to do more of that um, so I was there for about three years and then um, I saw a job opportunity at Google DC so I applied for that um, and that was on the state and local policy team and it it had to do with building out these re- regional public affairs managers and so it was all about building a presence in the in the cities and states that Google operated in, and so I went over there and I worked there um, on that team for about seven years, um, and that evolved from you know starting on the hyperlocal state and local team, which included data centers, and then I moved on to a programmatic role where I was doing educational programs like the Online Safety Roadshow and um, their economic impact program called Grow with Google. So those were traveling all over, working with local stakeholders and local elected officials um, to bring these programs to students all over the U.S. um, to teach them how to stay safe online and teach businesses how to use Google to grow their business. And that's when I really realized I wanted to be more externally facing. I I loved this community partnership piece, um, and I, I I wanted more of that. So when I saw Facebook was hiring, in here in Henrico, which is where I'm from, and I wanted a you know path back here someday. I applied, and thankfully I got it, and I've been loving it so far. I've been here for about a year, and you know it's all about the external engagements and building these partnerships and being a good community member um, on the corporate side. And it's just I feel like I'm finally thriving and doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. That's good. It feels like you got some type of uh, purpose now, right? You know, yeah. found some direction, some purpose. That's right. Sounds like you always kind of sort of liked being in that marketing area, but now you're really doing something you're passionate about, right? Being more exactly. engaged uh, with the community. And marketing is actually, it actually falls under CTE in our comprehensive courses. I want to throw uh, that out there. So what is an average day like in that position, just to give maybe some of our younger audiences an idea of what it is that you do. So what is an average day day like for Amber Tillman? <laughs> no day is the same. I will tell you that. <laughs> That's good, though. That's good. And it keeps it exciting. Um, so I manage our presence here in Henrico and Facebook's presence in New Albany, Ohio as well. So I'm always on the road. I'm bouncing back and forth between our sites. Um, and when I'm in the market, so when I'm here in Henrico, I'm meeting with those community partners like school administrators to find out what kind of things the schools are working on in STEM education or CS education, in CTE education that we can partner with from a corporate side. I'm meeting with local chambers of commerce to see how Facebook can help 
small businesses reach new customers and use our platform to grow. And all in all, just making sure that we are being a good member of the community and supporting the vitality of Henrico County, where we you know, live and operate, and um, we plan to be here for a long time. So every day is different. Try to stay busy. All right. You keep on coming back to the theme of community, community, community. Mm-hmm. And that is so very, very important. Speaking of community in the Eastern Henrico community, you guys are building a database center. Did I say that right? It's a data center. Data center. Data center. OK, so for those folks who do not know, myself included, what exactly is a data center? It's obviously someplace where what you store data, but, you know, just kind of break it down for the common folk. Sure. Put in the common folks vernacular. <laughs> I, can, I can try my best. Um, so the Henrico Data Center is still under construction, but once it's online, it will be a part of the highly advanced infrastructure that brings Facebook apps and services to over 2 billion people around the globe. Um, so the building is filled with lots of servers and hardware that help people stay connected with friends and family and discover what's going on in the world um, and also helps them be able to express what matters to them. So every time Ariana Grande uploads a story to her Instagram or Facebook page, Facebook data centers help make it available for when you want to look at it no matter where you are in the world. These are big facilities. They're highly secure, big buildings like I think they're four football fields long if you stand in the middle of them. So it's a big operation, a big production. They help us accommodate the growing number of photos and videos that are being shared online. And they help us scale as we create um, more immersive experiences like 3D photos or virtual reality experiences through Oculus and all of that good stuff. All right. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you actually mentioned Ariana Grande, me being an avid follower of her myself. I could tell. (laughs) An Ariana Grande fan. But um, uh, one of the things that we often hear when uh, speaking about what you guys are bringing to Henrico is the job opportunities, Mm -hmm. opportunities that you, you will bring to the East End over here. So talk a little bit about that. What kind of opportunities does something like that bring to an area when you move in? You mentioned you brought one to Denmark. You know, what can they do for somebody's economy, you know, typically around here, trying to bring it home, bring it home back to Henrico? What can they do for Henrico's economy? Sure. So data centers are big investments in the state. Um, You know, it's about $750 million of investment. um, And they're big operations, as I said. They're huge facilities that take a very long time to build. So right. while we're while we're under construction here in Henrico, we have about 1500 construction jobs daily. We partner with DPR, they're helping us build our site, and then once we're built out, we'll have about 200 full-time jobs and those are people who are on our site operations team who help keep the servers healthy and make sure that when you want to access that Ariana Grande video that you can because our right. servers are up and running. That's important. That's important. That's the <laughs> most important thing. Um, they make sure our servers are up and running. We have our facility operations that contribute to the overall health of the building, you know, so making sure everything is functioning. And then we have folks that are focused on electrical engineering, mechanical engineers, HVAC to make sure the servers and the buildings are remaining cool and operating um, at, you know, their highest capacity. We have culinary teams and landscaping and security. So there's a whole gamut of different jobs at the actual data centers. And then of course, Facebook as a whole, there are so many different opportunities for marketing or um, communications or legal or all of the different things that go into running such a high scale global company. Awesome. So you mentioned um, prior earlier that, you know, reaching out to the community is important. Kind of want to narrow that down here a little bit and talk about why you you felt, why you guys, I guess, Facebook in general felt 
it was important to come and reach out to your local CTE programs, career technical education programs. A lot of the things you mentioned, especially job wise, we actually train our kids to do. You mentioned HVAC, you mentioned a lot of things in the IT world through our A centers and through our middle schools. We actually train these kids to possibly seek employment in some of those things that you mentioned. So uh, just to ask the question again, <laughs> why, uh, why, you know, why did Facebook think it was important to come and visit with their local CTE programs? Well, exactly as you mentioned, we look for types of people to help us run our data centers and we try to hire as locally as we can. So, you know, CTE programs are incredibly important for students to be career and college ready. And we see the importance of that at Facebook. The real world hands-on experience um, that CTE provides will help for these future successful students. The CTE gives a unique um, educational foundation with that hands-on learning. So I think Facebook recognizes that and sees the importance of this you know, workforce readiness, career readiness, opportunities that CTE can help provide. All right. And uh, I actually just learned this uh, not too long ago, but the kids are actually going to be get a chance to come in and actually visit and kind of tour the site a little bit. What do you hope they gain from maybe a visit to uh, uh, to your project that you guys are working on over there in Eastern Henrico? Yeah, we're excited. We have the senior class um, from Ace Highland Springs coming over on Monday, actually. And that was orchestrated with our um, construction partner, DPR. And I hope that they can have the opportunity to see such a high-scale project and see how many different opportunities there are, whether it's on the electrical side or the masonry or steel side or on the project management side, um, you know, up through leadership and construction. I think there's so many opportunities. I think there's such a... um, you know, there's so many opportunities right. that these students can grasp, and I hope that they can see that at this at this project that they're going to come see. A lot of the subjects that we cover on Henrico CTE now uh, typically deal with the skilled trades and careers in general. Uh, one of the things we talk about uh, is IT, right? And when people hear the word Facebook, they immediately think about computers. Mm-hmm. So, what, what does the market job market look like for someone trying to break into the IT field? So there's lots of great jobs in tech, and when I when I think about someone breaking into the IT industry, I mean, when I was in high school, Facebook didn't exist. Social media wasn't a thing. Um, so I think it's just an ever-evolving industry, and I think that the most important thing students can have is that strong foundational education base, um, learning transferable skills, hands-on skills, getting real-world experience, whether it's through you know the house-building project that you guys do here at Henrico CTE or robotics competitions, um, you know certificates, whether it's through the community college. I think just having different skills that you can use for different projects or whatever the evolving job market is, is really important. I also think, um, you know, every job is a tech job these days. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) When you think of um, IT jobs, it's, it's different. It's going to be changing and evolving industry. So, um, you know, having those digital skills and just basic digital literacy will go a really long way in future careers. Um, I think my most, you know, important thing would just be to say stay in school and if you find something that you really love and you're passionate about find a path that allows you to explore that for your career so that you can enjoy doing what you're doing every single day yeah you know and I always talk to when I talk to um, the kids um, face to face because I also help with recruiting here um, uh, for CTE for our A centers in particular what I always talk to them about it especially when we're talking about IT because I covered IT and engineering area uh, I always tell them that, you know, IT is only going to grow mm-hmm. um, unless there is some type of uh, fallout cataclysmic event 
technology is going to keep on right. growing and growing. So, um, again, on the topic of breaking into the uh, IT field, what do you think maybe one of the biggest hurdles that uh, some kids may face when trying to break into or land a job at a, at a place like Facebook or even Google? Because you, you mentioned you had some experience with snagging a job over there at Google. I think there's just so much competition. It's really hard. But I also think, um, you know, soft skills are just as important as these certificates. So learning how to do interviews, learning how to interact with your peers and being a good teammate, I think that's just as important as some some of the certificates you can get. Um, you know, I can't speak to the industry, but Facebook's always looking for qualified and passionate people who are excited to be doing the work that they're going to be doing. Okay, so you qualified, passionate, and it's basically what you need. Qualified, passionate, that yeah. combination, you're good to go. Okay. That's right. All right, Amber, I'm done grilling you. All right, you made Thank it. You. I survived. You made it. The hot seat's not so hot anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I want to remind you to check us out on all of our social media, especially Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Uh, the podcast can be found again on multiple flat platforms. Anchor.com is our home base, but anchor.com takes our podcast and then spreads it all over the, uh, I guess, streaming universe uh, to Spotify and Apple Music and all those good places. So uh, plenty of ways to listen if you would like to listen. Uh, Again, shout out to Mike, man. He missed this one, man. He missed this one. He's all the way in Pennsylvania. Have a safe trip over there, buddy. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. For Amber Tillman, I'm Rashawn Garnett. This has been Henrico CTE Now. Thank you guys so much for joining us. So long, everyone.